to the Beer Conspiracy Show. It's a comedy podcast where three best buds sit around and talk about the supernatural, conspiracy theories, true crimes, and more. Pretty much anything weird. Now, we tend to pull no punches, so a mature listening audience is advised. But if you like to have a good time, then crack open a cold one. Pull up a chair and hang out with the boys of the Beer Conspiracy Show. Welcome to the Beer Can Spiracy Show. Thank you for joining us tonight. We're your host. I'm Aaron. I'm Sean. Oh, by the time y'all listen to this, you probably passed New Year. So happy New Year. Hope oh, nobody yay. blew their hands off or anything like I that. I hope one of you did. <laughs> Send us pictures. You don't say it, but you secretly <laughs> hope because it's all it always makes for like a good TikTok What's your video. favorite firework personally? I mean, I don't know the names. I mean, Black what does that do? Just your uh Average, really yeah, fun. I don't thing. know the, the ones that go pee 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 pee. Oh, like the Roman candles. Yeah, no, well, I like to shoot those. The missile ones. Yeah, the, the missile ones. Those are mom loves that's those. Like chaos. I think I could like the uh, the ones on the stick. You light in a beer bottle and they go <laughs> like it's fun for you. Bottle rockets. Yeah, it's fun yeah. for you and the kids like it too. Yeah, you're a child at heart. Yeah, I can't help it. So, Dirty D's not here, so no dirty news. So, we're going to go ahead and jump into the topic tonight. We're talking about sleep paralysis and shadow people. Oh, gross. Very scary stuff. Oh, you were excited about something. I mean, I was excited because I actually got to do a pretty good amount of research on this one. You know what? Very I put, scary. I'm putting, your, I'm putting words in your mouth. You said I got a scary episode. Spooky. and I, And then I got excited. Yeah. So, um... So sleep paralysis, we'll go ahead and start with that. It's a, the brief inability to move or speak just before falling asleep or upon awakening. And if that's not scary enough, it's often accompanied by hallucinations. I'm assuming, Sometimes. but is it during witching hour? No, that has nothing to do with it. Okay. So this event has been documented throughout history and people have suffered throughout all cultures. Of course, everybody attaches their own tales to try to explain why it happens, which we'll go over a couple of those a little bit later, but it's a mystery to medical science. They don't know what is going on there. Uh, they haven't really been able to identify why it happens. It's said about between 7 and 20% of people experience sleep paralysis on the regular. Say 7 to 20? 7 to 20 wow. on the reg. That's crazy. But 30 to 50 will experience it in their lifetime. So... Of that. There's two of us here, so one of us will probably experience sleep paralysis. I don't, it's not happened to me. Well, I mean, you've slept walk. I've never done that. Oh, slept walk? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. you're probably more susceptible. susceptible. Yep. Ugh, that would be a grosser it feeling. It sounds fucking terrible. So <laughs> let's go over some of the symptoms. You're, I mean, you're unable to move. You can have the feeling of being held down or a huge weight on your chest, abdomen, or throat. People say they hear such things as buzzing 
or a noise similar to like a crinkling bag or they hear voices. A lot of times they hear their name. Um, you get feelings of gravity shifts such as falling or sinking or floating. You got difficulty breathing and a feeling of terror or other strong emotions such as the fear of dying. Sleeping is like one of my favorite times. And if I had to deal with this shit, I would just, I think I'd give up. I'd be like, Sleeping. fuck this shit. No. Well, yeah. I would just drink all the time. I'd give up drinking. Basically, what happens is... It depends how often it happens. I mean, if it's happening every night, yeah. Every night, yeah, I'm getting drunk too. This happens, it can... I mean, I don't think it really happens every night to some people, but it does. It can happen multiple times in a night. Hmm. So uh, what happens is during REM sleep, you know what that is? That band, right? Yeah. Um, it's rapid eye movement. That's the stage of sleep where we start to dream. Your subconscious, right? I think. Pretty, yeah, Something pretty like much. that. That iceberg of thought is, is a good picture. Oh. Your conscious, subconscious, and then like below that, there's a third one. REM. I guess that's like when you're deep really sleep. that's when rest. you start to dream. Yeah. yeah. That's when oh, the, you get that's the, when that's the uh the witching hour because you go to sleep at this time on an average. Witching hour again is not coming into play. In but this, so just forget it. <sighs> okay. But yeah, that's when you get your best sleep is during the REM REM cycles. So your brain does paralyze you during this time. It's sort of like a safety mode. That your brain puts you in so you don't act out your dreams or you don't fall out of bed or anything like that. So sometimes your brain either pulls you out of that paralysis too early or too late and the REM imagery merges with your real-time senses. So it's kind of a mix between your body is still a dream world, real world. Mm -hmm. It's a scary combination of real world and dream world imagery. So like I said, if that doesn't scare the shit out of you, People often say that they hallucinate during this time and you have like out of body experiences or hallucinations of like spiders, creepy crawlies or apparitions at that time. So I did read a book about sleep paralysis. They did have a five step method to try and pull yourself out of it. You read a book? I say read, but it was an audio book. <laughs> That's... Yeah, I'm just kind of I'm kind of getting into audio books. I hate yeah, when people are like, I read a book. I was like, oh, you read a book? I do the same thing. You read a book? It was an audio. You didn't fucking read the book. Somebody read it to you. I agree. Yeah. But, but you said it. I know. I was just kind of. Summing it up. Well, I was trying to not have this conversation, but you made <laughs> me have this conversation. So so this is not going to work for everybody. But if you are suffering, I mean, you're going to try anything. So number one, you need to identify if you're in sleep paralysis. Number two, do not struggle need to relax, let oh, go of any negative thoughts. I was thinking about struggling so hard. Do not struggle. Oh, I would have already fucked up. Yeah. Number three, focus on your breathing and contain your fear. If you let your fear swirl and your imagination take over, it's just going to make everything way worse. That's when you start seeing things. Number four, just wait. Usually sleep paralysis only lasts a couple minutes. Keep your awareness. <laughs> I know I'd say that, but that sounds horrible. I would yeah, hate to do like this. I would... Like one, one minute. minute yeah, yeah, one minute would feel like I my mind could make it feel like forever. Yeah. But beware of false awakenings because this may happen since sleep paralysis may happen multiple times a night. So there's points where you could wake up, think you're through it, still in the dream, and you're just trying yeah, it's it's like inception. You're going dream through dream through dream. It helps if you're dreaming to move around if you can. What like if you're think you're awake, get up. 
and walk through a threshold. Sometimes that helps you get out of the dream. Number five, observe and wait till a new dream comes. It's pretty much just, it's all about chill. But I mean, how are you supposed to chill if there's fucking shit coming at you, trying to rape you and and bugs? So there is a couple of things, a couple other things that you can try. Try and clench your fist. Uh, people will focus ex- extremely hard on moving, but you start small, wiggle your big toe. Yeah, we all saw Kill Bill. Yeah, Kill Bill style. You need to have a regular sleep schedule. Avoid TVs, computers, phones before bed. Watch what you eat before bed also because the, no the meats and cheeses are bad for you. Yep. But also sleep paralysis may be hereditary, so there just might be no help at all for you. All right, so let's get into the apparitions, like the shit that people see. That's the part that's the least understood why people see things and then why a bunch of people see the same things. About 15 to 18% of sleep paralysis cases are plagued with these hypnagogic hallucinations. That's the shit you see when you're coming out of sleep. So you get a feeling of something or someone watching you or possibly sitting on your bed. And it can be so bad that in some cases you've had experiences of being held down and choked or even sexually abused. Oh, no. <laughs> no, not in real life. Not, it in, a good, not in a good yeah, way. Yeah, in real life it would suck. Like I said, different cultures have their own entities that they attach to sleep paralysis. Uh, the Choctaw have the Nalusa Chito. It's a lone black being, a soul eater. If individuals allowed evil thoughts or depression to enter their minds, the Nalusa Cheetah would creep inside them and eat their souls. They fear it so much that they refuse to mention the name. They don't. It's kind of like a... Skinwalker? Skin, yeah. It's kind of like the Skinwalker they don't like to talk about. Indians don't like to talk about anything. Like, you're not supposed to talk about I don't it. It's come and get you, but then they're... How do we know unless they're talking about it? Does a uh, Japanese have hentai, oh, hentai. things? Oh, were Yokai? They, no, like, uh, we're talking about sexual... Yeah, like uh, the tentacle ones, and it's all Japanese. What? Nope, no? Nope. Really? I don't know, maybe. That's weird. The only thing I heard about Japan is they were just, like, vengeful spirits, which, I mean, that's they, all they have in Japan. I don't, apparently re- I don't recommend looking spirits. up hentai if you don't know what it is. Hentai, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, sounds cool. So in Europe, you have the incubus or the succubus. These are the ones. These two are the ones who attack you while you're asleep and they rape the shit out of you. The incubus seduces women. So the incubus is a man. The succubus is a woman that bangs dudes. Uh, you got the kikamora. It was all supernatural. Yeah. <laughs> you got the kikamora in Russia or the jinn in the Muslim community. Um, the Dutch or Germans, they called it knocked Mary or the nightmare. So Mare is a is a female spirit that would sit on your chest and suffocate you in your sleep. And then the word end up involving and uh, like it evolved to encompass like everything that terrified you as you sleep. So uh Mare knocked Mare became nightmare. But before it was nightmare, it was just they called it the night hag or the old hag. Just a scary ass fucking witch that came Sat on your chest, she paralyzed you, and she I've choked you out. I've heard about this out. before, yeah. somewhere. I mean, so this uh, sleep paralysis is, n- is not a new thing. It's been happening forever and ever. Yeah. Um, during the 70s, so there was a strange case of a lot of Hmong people dying. Young? You, Hmong. Hmong? Hmong. Rem- what the hell's a Hmong? Hmong. Remember in uh, that Clint Eastwood movie, he had, they taught, he hung out with the Asians? Yes. Very racist. Oh, like they could be descended from... 
No, never mind. That's okay, else. so those Asians were the Hmong people from Vietnam. Okay. So we're talking about those people. As we do in the U.S., the CIA got involved in a secret war in Vietnam. Like early, this is early 60s Vietnam. Um, so Laos was having a civil war. We armed and trained the Hmong people to fight the NVA, the North Vietnamese Army. Hmm. Um, didn't go so well because they lost. I mean, after the war in the 70s. They know that. Yeah. A lot of these guys were like refugees. So after the war, late 70s or early 70s, they all start coming to the U.S. to live. Well, like a hundred, over a hundred Hmong men started dying in their sleep. Like in the first over 10 years? No, like when they got there, they just started dying. There was a bunch of cases of these Hmong dudes just dying in their sleep. How many dudes came in? But it's still weird. A lot, a shitload of them. But we couldn't figure out why. We labeled it as suds. uh, Sudden, no, suds. Sudden unexpected death syndrome. Oh, babies have their own thing. SIDS. But they knew why they were dying. The Hmong attributed it to the Dab Suam, an evil spirit that kills you in your sleep. They thought that since they left their lands, they were not unable to worship properly. And their ancestors cannot protect them. So the Dob Swam were free to kill them. Uh, Wes Craven read this in a so How many people newspaper. did come over? 10,000? A lot. Million, I mean, I was probably million. like a thousand. Let's just say a thousand. I still... Then that that is, then that, yeah, like one out of ten die. That's pretty good. Wes Craven I mean, saw this. They had a... They were writing about it in, in the, the news and stuff. Wes Craven read an article and he turned it into Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Thank you, Laos. 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 Laotians. Undefeated, number one. Who? Uh, that's what the King of the Hill guy says, the neighbor from Laos. They undefeated, number one. Well, he was wrong because they lost. Oh, okay. Well, unless he was North Sur- North Vietnam supporter, they're undefeated. <laughs> so, all right. So, shadow people. That's what, That's the next part of our story. So, the shadow people... The, like the people that you see when you're during your sleep paralysis, that actually went mainstream in 2001 when Art Bell featured it as a subject on his radio show, Coast to Coast AM. You know what, who Art Bell is or Coast to Coast? I haven't listened to it. I know who he is. He's, okay. um, then he do it like really early or really late. And he does yeah. like, he takes callers all the time. He's like, hey, I'm a werewolf. I have these problems, and he's like, "Tell us about it." Yeah, he's not like you're a, you're a drunk fuck or something. <laughs> it's pretty fucking good. If you ever like, I have not listened to it. It's kind of, it's like I heard it's great. I'm sure truckers used to if you're traveling oh, if was, long distances. Yeah, don't have all my, times. Don't have night. a phone. I yeah, would. it sounds fucking awesome. I, I, shit, and I probably scared the shit out of a bunch of truckers at night <laughs> listening to the stories. Yeah, if you don't have a phone, hell yeah, I'm listening to that. Yeah. So I guess he actually had, I heard his story, he encountered his own shadow person, and he talked about it on the show, and then he had a supposed expert slash Native American guy come on and talk about shadow people named Thunderstrikes. Cool. He was not a Native American. <sighs> the Indians hate him. He was a fake. <laughs> but you yeah. Thunder Thunderstrikes? Thunderstrikes, that was his name. Shit, that's a good Native, that's a good that's, name if you come up with one. Pretty good one. Yeah. there's. I've heard worse. Yep. Eel farts or that's not what otter scratches. You're you're lying. I've heard of the those are guys I know. Otter scratches. Otter scratches. What's the other one? Eel farts. Eel farts. <laughs> Eel farts. Eel farts. Damn, <laughs> that's really terrible. Yeah. A real name mm-hmm. that sucks. Yeah, Eel farts. 
<laughs> All right. So Art asked for emails from listeners who experiences a shadow person. He got like 45 emails talking about the shadow people. And in one in particular called the hat man that everybody saw. Oh, he's a little famous. Yeah. Ghost thingy. Mm-hmm. So the Babadook. He kind of looks like the Babadook. Bit, yeah. That's one variation that they see. So never, nobody ever really talked about it before this because they thought they were crazy. But then Art Bell brings it on the show and then everybody's like, oh, shit, he's talking about that guy I saw. So everybody starts talking about it. So let's talk about the hat man. He's the guy that everybody claims to see. And they all kind of describe him for the most part in the same way. Tall Inky? Yeah. Hat? Shadow man. He's blacker than black. If you see him at night, you can see him in the darkness because he's darker than the night. He's that fucking, he's Wesley Snipes black. He's that dark. (laughs) He's about six to ten feet tall with a stove top hat. So Abraham Lincoln style. Abraham Lincoln style. Or just a big ass wide brim hat. A lot of people see him with the fedora. So let's pretend that I bought you that hat for Christmas. Would you be like, oh shit. A stove pot? Abraham Lincoln? Yeah. Yeah. Or you'd be like, why the fuck are you giving me? Yeah, I got a cool feather on it. Like, is it? No, no cool feather. Just oh, black no. on black. Got a black thing and a black I mean, I'll, scarfy thingy. I'll keep it. <laughs> and then I'll be like, hey, my brother bought me this hat. <laughs> Stupid gift, right? <laughs> it doesn't block any sun. <laughs> um, so usually he doesn't have any facial features, but if he does, they're kind of hard to make out. And he has red eyes. It's so weird that everybody describes him in the same way. And again, they say they hear a buzzing sound or sound of shuffling feet and whispers before they see him. They also attribute a dusty or a sweaty smell. So this fucking guy stinky, kind of stinky. That makes it extra worse. Yeah, I know. Don't come in my room if you stinky. You leave the smell. He usually lurks in the corner of your room till you notice him. He's always, for the most part, he usually sticks in your peripherals. But some people also see this guy when they're not asleep. Like, they've had people that have seen them during the day. That's even scarier to me. He may possibly have two companions that he has with them. And you always get, like, a feeling of dread or doom that's associated. Say two companions? Mm -hmm. Never heard that. Sometimes he's got multiple people that come with him. Ooh. You always feel a, a sense of doom that's associated with his presence. People say it looks like he's just there to pretty much just, like, look at you. There is instances where he talks to you or touches you, but most for the most part, everybody says he just kind of watches you until you see him. But yeah, most people say he's just there to observe you at night. Uh, there's multiple theories as to what it is, because everybody seems the same guy all the time, but why is he there? So he could be a ghost, maybe an astral projection. Some people say he's an alien or some kind of interdimensional being. Possibly it could be us, some kind of time traveler. Maybe he's just a human that's coming back to look at us. Could be us from a different time. So uh, I did pull a couple stories that I pulled from a site called The Hat Man Project, where a lot of people post their experiences of the hat man. So this guy, I think his name is Tim Brown. I heard him do an interview. He receiver for the Raiders. Okay. <laughs> he saw the hat man when he was 14 and... I think he kind of forgot about it or just let it go, but then later he saw him again in life. And he ended up becoming like a pastor, and his whole thing pretty much is... Fuck that hat man. Yeah, he says like hat man's like a demon. He kind of turned his life over to Jesus Christ or whatever to fight the hat man. That's not enough proof to tell me he's... uh, That guy's a demon, the hat one. 
Oh, he attributes it to because, you know, it comes like I said, it comes with companions sometimes. So he says there's like a hierarchy of these shadow people, like the little ones are just little whatever demons. And then you have the talking like four year old or doll size or. Oh, no, no, no. What I mean when I say little ones, I just mean like little high on the hierarchy. They're not like fucking midgets coming uh, at you. I was thinking, yeah, compared to the tall. Me, I'm tall. scared of midgets, so that would scare <laughs> the shit out of me. I'm just saying, like, they're the little ones as far as hierarchy. Yeah, they're the same height. About no, they're not that tall. They're normal people size. That's what I'm asking. Like, yeah, how tall are they're they? They're normal people size. Oh, but then you have in quotes the little ones are just regular demons. But then you have like the Hat Man, who you have those demons that they like to. I guess like to show off. They like to have clothes and hats and stuff. I want this drink and another one. So I got a couple stories of the Hat Man. I will read them because because Sean sucks. Yeah. Should I do it in this voice? A regular like a voice. Regular voice. Like how long? Is it? Vo- I got three stories. Yeah, regular. They're pretty voice. short. Okay. <laughs> oh, short. Yeah, they're pretty. Uh, All right. So number one. I recently discovered that others have also seen the Hat Man phenomenon, and I feel a great sense of relief knowing that my experiences as a child in this entity were not just singular and perhaps a figment of my imagination. Back in the early 1990s, when I was between the ages of 10 to 12, I was asleep on my side with my back to the side of the bed when I felt someone tap my shoulder, causing me to wake up. As I turned to look, I saw a shadowy figure with a top hat standing over my bed. Alarmed and filled with fear, I started screaming at the top of my lungs. I continued to scream while the hat man started smiling and laughing at me with a wide grin, resembling the Cheshire cat from Alice in Wonderland. Eventually, my mom came into my room and turned on the lights, causing the hat man to disappear. My sister, who was sleeping in the room next to mine, said that my screams were like nothing she'd ever heard from me before and thought that I was being murdered. The experience was incredibly intense. Since that night, I've had other strange occurrences, but the hat man has not reappeared, thankfully. At the time, I was unsure what to make of this experience as the grin seemed cartoonish, and I could not understand why the entity was wearing a top hat. It made me question whether I'd had really seen it. However, I know that I was fully awake and terrified, and not in any kind of sleep state. I'm grateful to know that others have also seen similar things, including the crazy grin. We're starting small. That was just kind of scary. Alright, so number two. Last night, my night terror once again scared the shit out of me. Different guy. Different different, different story, different mm. person. Last night, my night terror once again scared the shit out of me. Since childhood, I've experienced this man and always tried to explain that I believe someone is following me without me looking crazy. This hat man has stuck with me because in 2010, a black entity, I called him the black man, appeared in my mind. Racist child. Racist as fuck. Yeah. Appeared in my mind or vision and told me to slit my husband's throat. At that time, I was going through many family issues and my father just got caught having an affair. The following day, I had a nervous breakdown and went into a catatonic state and my husband had no choice but to commit me to a mental ward to receive care that's kind of pussy from of her though like i'd be mad super mad but like she's old yeah that's what i'm saying if you're like get over it dude older than 35 uh i'd be pissed but i'm not gonna kill my 
I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna go crazy in that. That yeah. too. She's just. She's crazy. I am 42 years old, and I've seen this hat man and black shadow people who come and go for a long time. 42. That's prime. You should get over it. Yeah. Age. When they do come, they cause me fear. The hat man is stuck in my right brain because for some reason he must have affected me in my life. I have dealt with these beings for so long and I have not thought to Google this because I always brushed it off thinking it is sleep paralysis since this is the answer I got from doctors. I tried to explain to people and my husband without sounding crazy but they did not seem to understand. After last night I decided to see if Google could give me answers and I came across a website. When the black shadow man or hat man visits me, they put more fear in me and in my sleep or visions. I try to reach for help, but I'm immobilized. I do not understand the specifics of my life. They come to me and never to my husband. For one, I already had a breakdown and battle with recovery from the aftermath of psychosis and getting my mental health under control for many years. You can say this, hat man has much to do with the beginning of my breakdown. Now my life is beginning to flourish, but once in a while, they visit and I don't know who they are, what they want, and why they often hurt me or cause fear in me while, while I sleep. The hat man or black shadow visits are surreal and put enough fear in me to stick with me till the next day or days. They hurt her? Psychologically, this ah, one hasn't gotten any physical penetration. Arm. Yeah. These, there's, the hat man doesn't bang you. That's the incubus Something or succubus. Sorry about yeah. That, yeah. So I am glad I'm not the only one because to be honest, they often hurt and I don't know why. Psychologically. So everybody, the hat man always comes like during, they say either before or during like shit's going on in your household, like anxiety, a bunch of stress. Um, they say he brings chaos, but he could be there. Before chaos starts, it's it's a lot of broken home situations, uh, divorce, addiction, just a bunch of stress, anxiety that causes this kind of shit. So that's what was pretty much going on with that lady. All right. So the third one, this guy is an addict, I think, which I didn't want to put this one in here because I knew Dirty D would probably just be like, oh, he was on drugs. That's why he saw the hat man. But why is everybody seeing the same thing? So I was coming to the end of a relapse on drugs, feeling mentally and physically what kind of drugs broken. Are you doing? Heroin? I don't know. Uh, oh, we'll get to what kind. So my life had reached a low point, and I dreaded the upcoming withdrawal, knowing it would be as inevitable and devastating as a car crash. Seeking solace, a friend provided me with a bottle of vodka and a handful of Valium. In the early morning of winter, I consumed these substances at his house. The next thing I remember is waking up in my own bed 16 hours later. The room was engulfed in darkness and an ominous presence filled the air. I was paralyzed with fear as I noticed a man standing to the left of my bed, wearing a wide-brimmed hat and a dark suit. His face had a lifeless, eerie appearance and his intense gaze was fixed upon me. Desperately, I attempted to cry out to God, but I could scarcely form the words. After what felt like an eternity, but it was probably only five to ten minutes I closed my eyes momentarily. When I opened them again, that man had moved and he was now inches away from my face, still staring intently. It seemed as though my impending death was imminent and he had come to claim my soul. His face conveyed a disturbing combination of extreme evil and a taunting grin. He whispered words in a language I couldn't comprehend. I remained immobile trapped in this unsettling state for what felt like 20 minutes until suddenly he vanished into thin air. 
In the following days, the mere recollection of this event triggered intense panic attacks. Initially, attributing it to withdrawal symptoms, I later stumbled upon references to the Hat Man online, confirming his existence and shattering my doubts. Why do people see the same thing? Because it's true and it happens around the world. Okay, that's what you got. I don't know. I don't get it. So I went down this. That's the only reason is because it... Maybe it's just true? Yeah. But yeah, I'm like the the guy that believes in everything kind of guy. I don't really trust the second story. She's like, oh, man, I'm so sad. Why would you trust the third story? He was on drugs. Yeah, because shut up. That's why. Because you're a misogynist. (laughs) Maybe. So I went down this DMT hole because the effects sound a a lot like what happens during sleep paralysis. If you don't know what DMT is, it's contained in drugs such as like ayahuasca, um, that make you trip the fuck out and it helps with spiritual journeys and I shit. I think Joe Rogan said it's part of everything. DMT, like, yeah. We have DMT in yeah, our bodies. Do. It's not very that high. small. Yeah. Amount. I might be reaching a little bit, but just stick with me because I kind of went uh, down they this. They find it in natural tree bark and they just boil it down. and Right. At ayahuasca? It's, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I would oh, love to do that I thought shit. we were talking about DMT. Yeah. It, well, that's in the, ayahuasca. So You would like to do ayahuasca? Yeah. But I mean, you're not you're not supposed to do it without like like a guide. Yeah, like a shaman or something. But I would rather cool do DMT. I just do it in my living room. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not supposed to do it by yourself. You can do it in your living room. Just have yeah. somebody there with you, like a shaman or something. One of my friends did it at a books a million or like before, Why? and he's like, he said, yeah. And I was about to order a coffee, and like I looked to the chairs, you know, where they make the coffee. There's yeah. where people sit. The cafe. Yeah, and it, it levitated, and it started splitting itself into pieces, rotating, and then it put itself together, and then it was normal, and I was like... Well, DMT's not something you're just supposed to, like, do on the regular, this guy, which some people do, but it's it's supposed to, you're supposed to like have, a, like, a, a spiritual journey. awakening or something. He just saw a chair, just like... Oh, my God. <laughs> so, okay. I talked about... People seeing hallucinations. Sometimes they see spiders, creepy crawlies. One guy said he saw a praying mantis during sleep paralysis. And I have heard this before, where a bunch of people see a praying mantis when they take DMT. That's one of the the things that a bunch of people see. Pass. Yeah. Ten foot praying mantis. I heard of a... Sometimes it takes you to another universe. Right. A scarier one. Right. Praying mantis-y looking. Right. Which I'll... So I did read this one guy's experience of taking DMT. He said after taking a pull, like a a pull, like a hit, Mm -hmm. he heard like a plastic crackling sound. Sounds like sleep paralysis. He started hearing whispers, sleep paralysis, and then he went into a different world. He saw a praying mantis about 10 feet tall. He said he was like dressed like he was about to perform surgery or something. But it was the thing of seeing a praying mantis... On DMT, and then also people in sleep paralysis see the same thing. So DMT users turn extremely quiet, and then some say they're unable to move. Sounds like sleep paralysis. Scientists have trouble measuring the amounts of DMT in humans because the best way to measure it is through our spinal fluid, and that's painful. Yeah. I've, uh, there's a procedure right. where they, they use x-rays to do it. So there's whenever they do it, some people... People that have done it before, they're like, I know it's going to hurt. And they're like, yep. Yeah. So that's what I remember. Yeah, they don't do it. Nobody wants to do that Nobody wants to do it, yeah. So they study the effects on rats. 
like I was telling Sean, or he was telling, we were saying, <laughs> DMT is a natural occurrence in the body. It's just not that much. And they believe that possibly our pineal gland in our brains produces oh, a small amount. I hate the brain stuff. So, and we study rats because their pineal glands similar secrete DMT. Mm. We do know the pineal gland in humans produces melatonin and it regulates our body clock sleep patterns. Mm. Well, they think it may secrete a small amount of DMT, such as in rats, like theirs does. So the pineal gland is a mystery to us because it's so far in the brain that you can't really study it. But throughout history, the pineal gland has been thought to have been called the seat of the soul or a third eye Yeah, by such people as like Descartes. You ever heard? Uh, Not the guy, but I've heard those words. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. they think yeah. that is where like a lot of just a lot of like magic shit, Finger. like occult shit, magic and things come comes, comes from. from we can do ESPN. Hip. <laughs> I wish that wasn't funny. Still to me, you laugh so much. Yeah. <laughs> try right, to so anyway. try to stop it. Um. So during REM sleep. We said this earlier. So your body's paralyzed. Your brain prevents you from acting out your dreams. Well, sleep paralysis, your brain's glitching and it's fucking up like where you should come in or out of sleep. Is your body paralyzed or not paralyzed? What if the pineal gland is fucking up our brains while we sleep and it's secret? it just starts secreting so much DMT that it causes us to trip the fuck out and causes those hallucinations? That could. Yeah, I'm in. That could be a possibility. Because, I mean, it's just so weird that people are having the same hallucinations during sleep paralysis and then the same kind of hallucinations during DMT. The thing mm. I'm am so interested in this topic is why does people have the same, why are they saying the same things? Why do you see a hat man? It's so weird. Possibly it's some kind of characteristic that human, it's just, in our psyche, as we evolved, like we have these same fears, like it's a primal thing. I mean, we evolved. We're still scared of like snakes because when we used to hunt and gather, we were scared to be running through the dark and catch snakes. We're scared of the dark because, I mean, we used to can't fucking can't see shit out there and people would get killed out of animals in the dark. We're pre-wired to just be scared dark. of spirits. Mm. We're pre-wired to be scared of it's stranger danger. We're scared of people. Maybe I just don't know why the hat. So, okay, we're all scared of strangers, but why? How does everybody see the hat man? Because like I said, it got mainstream in 2001 with Art Bell, but people were seeing the hat man forever and ever before that. Here's my racist thought. So you're in the city and then like you're in, walking in the middle of the road. And there's no cars allowed. There's a. There's a tattooed white guy and a tattooed black guy, and you got to get on the sidewalk with one. Which one is you walking with? As a like, Mexican dude, I'm scared of both of them. So, oh, I would walk with a tattooed black guy, like a because you white can't see his can't see his tattoos because he's so black. Oh yeah. Oh, I was also assuming skinhead. If it's like a skinhead black dude, no skinhead. That's white. the worst of both worlds. Uh, possibly. You know what? You brought up two choices, but that your third choice was like, yeah, that is a scary one. Right. Yeah. Sorry. You always got to think outside the box. I was thinking in the box. It's like, here's two choices. Get out that box. You need some ayahuasca. Eh, maybe in like 10 years or something. I'd do it, but I need a shaman. 
I'm got, not just going to take it at my house. You got snow blow Mm-mm. down at the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> that wouldn't do anything but the fentanyl and everything. There's no fentanyl. And ayahuasca? No. You never know. Never no. Know. So maybe it's just like a collective conscious kind of thing. You know about that? Uh, we talked about it last week. Did we? Yeah. Uh, yeah. With like the universes I guess I do Tulpa. With like the universes and we're all. Collective. We think the same way with the Mandela effect and the different universes and we can. Sounds like I had a big influence on you. No, you didn't. I'm just trying to. <laughs> Help you related, out. related. Well, it's this collective conscience. Why, why do people see the same thing? What do you think? I'm oh. done. So, oh, uh, what's your? I'm a big believer from this. I believe that it's real. Okay, because uh, of what you said, it's uh, known that people without the same language they see the same thing. Also, I've heard a little yeah, bit about it different too. Cultures. I've stuff. heard. Uh, I've heard that parallel universe doing DMT. I heard about it, like this whole hour and a half thing of a good podcast. I was like, dang, that's crazy. Yeah. And then that same week, I saw Love, Death, and Robots. They have an episode about that. And I was like, what the fuck? This, this story okay. and that. See what you just said. Maybe we're seeing the same thing even more now because it's more in our like uh mainstream main it's more mainstream it's in everything we watch it's in scary movies it's in podcasts and now they're they're putting it inside of our heads so more people are thinking about it maybe but okay but how do you explain the people that seen it before i I like both of your points i didn't make i didn't make a point i was just like you're saying like there's a possibility that recently that's why it's happening but back then well, it is for sure more now. The percentage yeah. people see it is, is way it, more than that. It was but also, do they see it or is it in their heads? That, that thing they was see also it? in a cartoon, Gravity Falls, which I love. Uh, tall guy, 15 What's feet Gravity tall. Gravity Falls? Oh, it's great. I Dad was like, what's Gravity Falls? And I was like, it's basically X-Files for children. And Meryl was Another like, one. He's like, yeah, that's, yep. <laughs> but there's a guy with a hat and he's also scary. Why? That's what I just want to know. I'll probably never know until no. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I mean, just it comes through like stress and just bad times in your life and insomnia. I don't want that shit in my life. Okay, I like I like my sleep time. That's like the only time I get to myself. All right, I don't know. I don't get it. I just don't get it. Oh, I don't. I don't think it's confusing. I think it. uh, now, I'm not positive it's happening, but I was like, it's a lot of coincidences. It's way too many coincidences. It's just a paranormal thing. Like, sleep paralysis, I mean, it's just people don't sleep well. So, I mean, but why are people saying the Seeing same that thing, thing also at the same time? Fucked up. And then they see it during the day, too. The hat man, like, see that. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard stories of people seeing it multiple times throughout their life during the day. Like, it's always just, they say it's just watching you. Hmm. And that's where I think that whole, maybe it is some kind of dimensional being just coming here to observe us. To be fair, the shadow people, there's never, they're never fat. They're elongated. So maybe they just mistaken it for a hat. What? Shadow people, like they always, in media, like there's never a fat shadow. They're always tall and skinny. So maybe the shadow looks elongated and they're confusing it as a hat. I'm just saying like. Shadow people may be real, but not the hat guy. 
but they've Possibly. seen different kinds of hats. You're stuck on the Abraham Lincoln hat. I am stuck on the Abraham Most Lincoln hat. Most see like hat. the fedora, wide brimmed hat. What's a fedora? Is that the Indiana Jones? Oh, really? They see that one? Mm-hmm. That'd be less scary. Like Freddy Krueger, but people saw that before. <clears throat> Nightmare on Elm Street. The mm-hmm. whole Hmong story and stuff came yeah. out. Yeah. I mean, if they're all like Gran Torino, good riddance. The, f- the Mungs? They're nice yeah. people. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you say, you know, the ones from Gran Torino. I was like, yeah, oh, those, mon- are, those are bad ones. They're nice people. Oh, there was nice good. Oh, there was nice ones. Nice oh, ones. you're talking about it's like cousins, the ones that made him steal the Gran Torino? Yes. Yeah, so that, no, that was my first thoughts. Oh, they're just like the little fucking punks that I, came here. Yep. They don't even know how to shoot an AK-47. That's a good, hey, if you haven't seen Gran Torino, you should watch it once. It's oh, good. yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. like, what do I watch? You, you like racism stuff got some good good uh, one-liners in it yeah it does. all right guys that's the end of the story hope you liked it remember to like us and share us on facebook and instagram tell your friends about the show please because that's the way we're gonna make it big through word of mouth if you don't mind anywhere you listen to us give us ratings and reviews especially on apple Podcasts. we need five stars on there or just any stars we'll take anything give us a review we'll shout you out on the air oh if you guys want to hear us do any subjects get at i always forget to say this get at us on bear conspiracy show at gmail.com or hit me up on facebook i'm more on the facebook so we'll definitely listen to you there and we'll see you next week for another episode of the beer conspiracy show serial killer in town and I was like good thing I'm the serial killer and what then, the fuck and-